Yeah, what's going on, everybody? You are now tuned in to Fix Pro Tips. You know, your number one stop for business, sports, and entertainment, bringing you nothing but real, up-to-date content. Hope you guys are ready. We have another one for you. We got a good one. We got some good things to talk about. We got some more updates. We got all the goods all in one place. So let's get to it. Hey, what's going on, everybody? I'm back with another Sabbath day reading. I'm going to open up this segment uh, with a prayer out of Psalms. It'll be uh, Psalms 61. And um, I'll open it up with that prayer, and we'll go into our actual reading. And um, today's uh, reading will be based on strength. Um, all the all the verses that will be read will be based on uh, what the Bible what the Bible speaks on about giving us strength and where to find our strength from. So, with that being said, I'm gonna go right into uh, Psalm 61. You wanna find it? I wait for you. I wait for you. Uh, well, we, well, everybody gets on the same page. Give you guys time over there to find what you're looking for and be able to join in right here. You want to highlight it? 61. You see it? You're gonna hide, just hide the number right here on top. See? Yeah, that way you know it's the whole thing. Right. <clears throat> so, Psalm 61, and it reads like this Hear my cry, O God, listen to my prayer. From the end of the earth, I call to you when my heart is faint. Lead me to the rock that is higher than I, for you have been my refuge, a strong tower against the enemy. Let me dwell in your tent forever. Let me take refuge under the shelter of your wings. For you, O God, I've heard my vows. You have given me the heritage of those who fear your name. Prolong the life of the king. May his years endure to all generations. Uh, may he be enthroned forever before God. Appoint steadfast love and faithfulness to watch over him. So will I ever sing praises to your name as I perform my vows day after day. Amen. Um, with that being said, that's the prayer. Um, we can dive into that later on and, and uh, you know, make sense out of what that reading was, but it's just a prayer. So the book of Psalms is full of prayers. Um, and then 68, we're going to start at 68. Psalm 68. We're going to read verse 28. Verse 28. Let's see. Psalm 68. And verse 28. It should be, yeah, it should be just about a couple pages over. And uh, it's 28 and then 32, 35. So that's right here. Yeah. Says, uh, summon your power, O God, the power, O God, by which you have worked for us. So, and it's 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 like a cry. It's a cry for help, right? Summon. You know what it is to summon something. Yeah. Right? So it's like summon your power, um, for for us. So, for us is what for those that are seeking Him, for those that are struggling, for those that are going through through changes in their life. And it's a, it becomes like an uphill battle, no? Yeah. And then, uh, what are the, 32 to 35. It says, O kingdoms of the earth, sing to God, sing praises to the Lord, to him who rides in the heavens, the ancient heavens. Behold, he sends out his voice, his mighty voice, ascribe power to God 
whose majesty is over Israel and whose power is in the skies. Awesome is God from his sanctuary. The God of Israel, he is the one who gives power and strength to his people. Blessed be God. Um, so again, that's that's speaking that's speaking on on what? What do you take from that? Man, it's like speaking like God's um, strength. Yeah. Like, you know, out, out. For his people, right? So who who are his people? Us. What what makes us his people? By uh, by seeking him, right? Because it's, it's it's not um a lot of. A lot of people get caught up and confused with a specific kind of a person or, or a specific group of people, and that's not what that's not what the what the Bible says, right? It says anyone who seeks Him wholeheartedly, right? So if if you're not seeking Him, then He won't be there for you. You can't ask for His strength. You can't ask for His protection, if or His forgiveness if you're not willing to. Forgive if you're not if you're not willing to seek him. Why would he seek you? And um, that that's that's kind of like the basis. Um, like that's kind of the basis of this, right? Um, as it says in uh, verse thirty-five, awesome is God from his sanctuary, the God of Israel. He is the one who gives power and strength to his people. Right. So, you know all this all this other stuff that that goes on and is spoken of. You know. It, you have to put your faith in God. Can't worry about anything else. Uh, we're gonna go backwards a little bit. Psalms fifty-nine. Go. Psalms fifty-nine. Mm -hmm. Psalms fifty-nine, and we're gonna do uh, verse nine, sixteen, and seventeen. Psalms fifty-nine, verse nine. You wanna you wanna read that? Sure. Verse nine. Oh my strength, I watch for you. Oh God, oh my fortress, my loving God. So I read it on my on my end as well. It says, Oh my strength, I will watch for you. Oh God, are you my fortress? Right. So again, you know what a fortress is? Fortress is like a fake, like Almost like a kingdom. Yeah. So saying God God is your kingdom, right? So that, that is your fortress, right? So again, um my strength, right? It says, Oh my strength, right? And then it says, Oh my God, right, you are my fortress. So in other words, God is your strength. That's acknowledging that, that God would be your strength, right? But then let's let's skip ahead a little bit to uh, sixteen verse sixteen and seventeen and see what that says. It says but I will sing of your strength. I will sing aloud of your steadfast love in the morning. For you have been to me a fortress and a refuge in the day of my distress. O oh, my strength, I will sing praises to you. For you, O oh God, are my fortress. The God who shows me steadfast love. So what's that? What, what do you take from that when I read that, buddy? It shows that it's like God, like, like, if you're like hurt, and you're like, pray, like, to, like, take the pain away, or to help somebody heal, that heal, heal, use the strength to help. So he shows steadfast love, right, which means why he's, like, that's, I think we spoke about this last time, right, it was like, how do I show my love to you is by caring for you, making sure you guys are good, things like so that's the same thing, right? It says, but I will sing of your strength. Does that mean you're gonna actually walk out the street and just be singing? No. So singing would be what? Like voicing, right? Speaking to others, right? Of your strength. And so when people say, Oh, you're doing good or this and that, it's like, nah, man, that's I tell people all the time. When I when I hook people up, they're like, oh thank don't thank me, thank God. Because he put me in a position to help whatever it is, whether it's information or whatever it is, don't thank me, thank God. Oh, you think you did something? Don't you gotta thank God for that, right? Like that—that's what it comes down to. Um, and and I think I spoke about it not too long ago, where I was like, you know, a lot of artists and entertainers and stuff, when they win something, they quick to say, "I want to thank God." But what do they do to to actually uh, uh, 
to please God, right? No, they don't do anything, right? But it's just like the cool thing to say in that moment. But it's not cool thing to sit down and actually read and see what God asks of you. And that's where, it, you know, the lines get blurred. So I tell everybody just, you know, kind of, you know, read, 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 read for yourself. Um, what else it says? Um, uh, it says, for you have been to me a fortress and a refuge in the day of my distress. You know what a, what a refuge is? It's a safe place, right? A refuge is a safe place, right? And then, so do you know what distress is? Distress. Tell you distress to go away. No, distress is like, like, um, you are, um, in a bad situation. Like, let's say like, um, it's like lightning, thunder, hurricane weather outside, right? And you locked out, right? And like the neighbors, like, hey, you can come in here. They gave you refuge from your distress, right? You was like afraid of going with the wind, getting hit by lightning. You see what I'm saying? So when you have uh, this level of distress, right, the Lord is what? He's your refuge, right? He's your refuge. You, you, you're safe. He is, he is your place of safety, right? It says, um, all my strength, I will sing praises to you, right? So again, you know, oh, how you doing so good, huh? man? I, Thank God, just everything. Thank God, thank God, right? Through the good, the bad, and the ugly, because He has, He He's the reason for all things, right? So, uh, for those that don't understand, oh, so why would God make us go through all these bad things and things like that? Well, that's how He tests. He tests if you if you're even worthy of, of 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 the blessings that He has for you, right? Um, we're gonna go to uh, Deuteronomy, Deuteronomy thirty six. Deuteronomy 36. Actually, I lied. Deuteronomy 31. I'm sorry. Deuteronomy 31 and verse 6. You found Deuteronomy yet? Yeah. Okay, so 31. No, I'm Yeah, you find the numbers. No, 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 no. So then this is, if you're in Deuteronomy here, let me see. All right, so then you have this. 31. So you see, that's 12. Okay, so then you find uh, verse 6. And again, this entire reading is just about strength. Um, you know, you want to highlight yours? I'll let you highlight and then I'll, I'll go into the reading. So when, for those of you that may tune in online or whatever, you guys can, uh, again, get, take a little time and find... Find a way to read it at Deuteronomy 31, verse 6. You want to read or I'll read? Oh, I'll read. Okay, I'll read it after you anyway, so, so it can be heard too. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or terrified because of them. For the Lord your God goes with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. That's powerful, right? If you're a person that really believes and you really got that faith, then that's powerful, right? I'll read it again. It says, Be strong and courageous. Do not fear or be in dread of them, for it is the Lord your God who goes with you. He will not leave you or forsake you. Um, that's, that's something... Um, that's something good to take with you, like, there's people like, oh, I'm afraid of the dark. Can you walk me to my door? Yeah. Right? You say, okay, you walk them to the door. And they feel safe because you're walking them to the door. So it's the same thing. Whenever you're dealing with something dark in your life or whatever the case, whatever whatever fears you have, man, like, if if you have the faith and the belief that God is going to be by your side and that that gives you like a certain strength, 
and empowers you. Be like, I'm going to be okay. No matter what's going on, I'm going to be okay because you believe that God has that favor for you, right? Because he will not forsake you, right? right? It says he will not leave you or forsake you. He will not leave you, right? So it's the same thing if like uh, there's a blackout and you're afraid to go to the room and go, I'm right here. I'm not going to leave you. Go, I'm right here. You know I mean? So it's just the same thing. So the same way we can put our trust and our faith into somebody to like do right by us and not leave us behind or whatever, we need to uh, put our faith into God because that's that's really where we're going to get um, our, true, our true strength from. Right in real life, in, in real life uh, scenarios. Um, with that, we're gonna go to Isaiah, Isaiah forty. Isaiah forty, and verse thirty-one. And again, this is um, all about strength, man. Isaiah forty. Uh, if if you struggle with confidence, you know, if you struggle with um, thirty-one. If you struggle with confidence and uh and, and uh overall just have any doubts about anything, man, you know. Prayer. Prayer is the first step. Repenting and actually getting close to the Lord through your through your works, not through your words, but through your works. Pray, read, repent, repeat, as they say. Thirty-one. You, you found it over there, babe. Yeah. All right. You want to read it? Huh? I read it. For those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on the wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. That's right. So it says, but they who wait for the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary, they shall walk and not faint. Um, what's that? What's that? What do you think that's speaking on? It says, "Wait for the Lord, right? And they shall renew their strength, right?" So, what does that mean? What? What is? So, what is that speaking on? Huh? Aside from when he comes, we're talking about what? We're talking about faith. Because you 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 gotta wait on something that has never been seen, right? So that's faith, right? And how do you do that? I trust. Trust. Well, trusting is part of it, but what's? How do you do that? Do you what? Do your actions, right? It says, but they who wait for the Lord shall renew their strength. What you think that means, Miguel? For the time to come, right? So, I mean, we've read scriptures before where it speaks about enduring to the end and things of that nature, right? So, to trust in him and it'll renew your strength is to like, for instance, and I can speak from personal experience, when when you're going through something, you feel like, man, like when like when is it going to stop, right? And then out of nowhere, boom, you just come up for air and it's like everything goes away. All your problems just go away. And then everything just seems great. And it's like what? That's that's how that's how you renew your strength, right? You're like, damn, like I endured, I didn't give up, like, and I'm guilty of it. I'm not gonna say my mental don't sway. I'm not gonna say that I never think about. Uh, I know how to go get a couple quick dollars because anybody you know in a in a bad position is gonna naturally think to whatever they can do to get out of that that predicament that they're in. Um, but it's one thing to think it, and it's another, it's another to act upon it, right? So. Your actions is what's going to show exactly how much you've developed and what you've, what, you know, how far you've come. I can think about making a couple of quick dollars, and I could be like, you know what, I gotta just like set this up, pray on it, let it be, and it, and it is what it is. And it's so taxing on you mentally, physically, just drains you when you keep thinking about something over and over and over. So um, that's that's what it is. And then it says it says um, um, 
they shall mount up with wings like eagles. Um, what does the mount up mean? Wait, uh, rise above. You know, rise above, right? Like, like you know what I mean? A, a, a eagle with his wings, they go, they go super high, right? So just because you're down here right now, don't mean you're gonna be there. Bro. But you gotta get through that, like, like my people said, you gotta get through the suck to find success. So you gotta go through the. You gotta go through the fires like with gold. You gotta go through the furnace, and then when it when 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 whatever that big rock of gold went in, when it come out, it might be this small, but that's the purest gold you're gonna find. Um, and then that's how you know what if that gold is even worth anything. You, you might send it through, and that whole rock come back as nothing. You'd be like, wow, that was a waste of nothing. And that's what God does with us as a people. And then it says, um, they shall run and not be weary. What what does worry mean? Worry like to do. Like like you're not going to stress about it, right? Because if you really believe God got you, then what you stressing for? Right? Like, people love to be like, I believe in God, but. But. I mean, I don't understand where that comes from. There's no room for that. If you either do or you don't. You know what I'm saying? Um, and then it says, uh, they shall walk and not faint. So you're going to go through whatever you're going to go through. You're just not going to trip about it. You're going to be good, right? But it's all based on how how deep your your faith your faith runs. You know, the second you get tested with something, are you gonna uh, turn back from it, or are you gonna actually you know stand stand firm in it? And that's that's what it comes down to. Um, let's go to Jeremiah, Jeremiah sixteen. Jeremiah sixteen. That's further back. Good job, buddy. Keep going back. Keep going back. Jeremiah sixteen. Verses 19 to 21. And again, this is all about strength, man. You know, uh, 16, uh, 19 and 21. Jeremiah 16. This is all about strength, man, because it's about um, we all go through. Yeah, 19 to 21. Mine's is already highlighted, which means I had already read this. Yeah, okay, so that's good. So then we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll go yeah, 19 and 21. Well, this is a very highlighted, so it means I've already, you know. You found it? Yeah. All right. It says, uh, Thus said the Lord to me, Go and stand in the people's gate by which the kings of Judah enter and by which they go out, and in all the gates of Jerusalem, and say, Hear the word of the Lord, you kings of Judah and all Judah. And all the inhabitants of Jerusalem who enter by these gates. Thus says the Lord, take care for the sake of your lives and do not bear a burden on the Sabbath day or bring it in by the gates of Jerusalem. What happened, babe? Huh? I don't hear nothing you're saying. You're over there mumbling. Jeremiah 17. Oh, no, actually, no, she's right. I was on the wrong, I was on the wrong one. She's right. She's right. I was wrong. My apologies. My apologies. And for those of y'all reading at home or whatever, y'all probably like, what is he reading? And yeah, I would be right to think that because I was off. Good catch. But speak up a little more clearly so I can hear you, baby, because you're over there. That was a good catch. I was going to say something. No, listen, again, like, and this is, this is just goes to show proof that we're actually reading out of the book because I'm not perfect. I'm learning. I'm still learning myself. I'm not out here to teach nobody, man. I'm just out here to do my regular readings, but I figured for those for those people that don't like to read, this is how I started. I started listening to people read, right? But then you keep coming across certain things, and you're like, well, this doesn't add up. And then if you hear other people speak about other things, and that doesn't make sense. Well, you know what? Read it for yourself. It's the only way you're going to know if it's accurate or not. Read it for yourself, right? Because I can't debate with you if, we, if, if what you're saying is right or wrong. If I don't, if I can't read it for myself, if I haven't read it, then I can't say you're right or wrong. So, um... We're going to try this again. Jeremiah 16, verses 19 to 21. And it says, O Lord, my strength and my stronghold, 
my refuge in the day of trouble. To you shall the nations come from the ends of the earth and say, Our Father have inherited nothing but lies, worthless things in which there is no profit. Can man make for himself gods? Such are not gods. Therefore, behold, I will make them know this uh, this once I will make them know my power and my might, and they shall know that my name is the Lord. Yeah, yeah, it's different because it's different. You can read, read yours. O Lord, my strength and my fortress, my refuge in time of distress. To you the nations will come from the ends of the earth and say, Our Father possessed nothing but false gods. Worthy, worthless idols that did, did them no good. Do men make their own gods? Yes, but they are not gods. Therefore I will teach them, this time I will teach them my power and might. Then they will know that my name is the Lord. Right. And that's a powerful reading. And that's and that's God saying what? Y'all keep playing with me if y'all want. Y'all keep playing with me if y'all want, right? You people all the time, oh, uh, I'm a God, right? Uh, Eminem is a rap God. And uh, what's who's the other? Um, look, a rapper that I knew personally, Fred the Godson, right? Everybody has to throw the name God, God, God. They keep playing with him. They keep playing with him. And is that not one of the uh, Ten Commandments? Right? That don't don't use his name in vain. Stop. Right? And say, uh, don't make no uh no idols, right? No carved images, right? And what, what these rappers wear? Big crosses, big yeah. Jesus pieces. Right? So they play with them, right? But it says, Wow, oh Lord, my strength and my stronghold, my refuge in the day of trouble. That means what? When you're going through something. You're chilling, why? Because he's your refuge. He make you, I think, I mean, I think this reading was pretty self-explanatory, right? It said, our fathers have inherited nothing but lies. Um, who's our fathers? Our, our forefathers, right? Like our, 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 like our grandfather, generations before us, right? They've been fed lie after lie, the lie, the lie. And then as a, as a people, we keep being brought up in these lies, which is why they celebrate all these pagan holidays, Christmas, uh, Thanksgiving, Halloween, all these, all these crazy holidays that keep coming up is why they've been fed to you. Like, look, now there's going to be a new holiday coming up, which is uh, which is the one that they were talking about. Um, well, I think it, it, it already started. The, um, uh, I don't want to say it wrong. Indigenous, but the indigenous people. Um, The comedian Andrew Schultz was talking about it. He was making fun of it. Like, yo, it's the first year. Yeah, yeah. It's the first year, so they don't have a holiday sale attached to it yet. But give it two, three years, and there'll be like, uh, there'll be a sale attached to it. It's like, because everything is a business. Right? Think about like Christmas. They tell you, Juneteenth. 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 Because it's coming up. Juneteenth. Right? Juneteenth. It's like a whole new holiday they created. Right? And so, and so, um, this is stuff that they push on the people. That has nothing to do with anything. It's all it's all a business, right? And it says what? Fathers have inherited nothing but lies, right? And then it says uh, nothing but lies, worthless things in which there is no profit. There's no profit, right? Uh, can man make for himself gods? They 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 can't. But they they swear they do. Go to a Catholic church. Go to any church. You find, you find statues and yeah, you find the fake God. You you mean to tell me that I'm I'm supposed to pray and believe in a statue that he created and you mounted on that wall? That's crazy. That's like it's crazy. And then you try to explain to people like, oh no, that's that's what they're gonna believe in because stubborn the stubbornness they don't want to hear it, right? It says, therefore, behold, I will make them know. I will make them know. And that's where your troubles come from. Because you, you, if you turn your back on God, He's going to turn His back on you. And then when, when things go wrong, the first thing people want to do is what? They want to pray. They want to, oh God, oh God, oh God. It, does, it doesn't work that way. So for those of you at home, you know, again, if you're not reading and you're just listening alone, man, I recommend that you guys go and, and, um, and, uh, and do your own reading. Um, I've never seen this book here. It's called Habakkuk. Habakkuk. 
I've never seen this book before. So I'm going to assume it's in the it's in the Old Testament. It's Habakkuk. H A B A K K U K. I think it's going to be in the Old Testament, right? Okay, yeah, I figured that because I've never, I've, 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 I, if I'm guilty of anything when it comes to the Bible, I do a lot of New Testament reading. Um, so this will be it's probably a small book too, because I've never, I've never even heard this book come up before. Yeah, I know. I mean, I, 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 I'm actually like I'm, yeah, no. But I'm just telling, like me personally, I'm, I'm trying to work on. Uh, three and verse nineteen. Me personally, I'm, 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 I'm really trying to get to the point where I can know the books in order, so you know more or less where you got to go. And that's you know, you only get that from actually reading and flipping pages. It's in what? Towards like, okay. After Ezekiel? And again, man, to those of you reading at home, man, that's why it's important to do your own reading. a small book. Yeah, it's probably like a page or so. That's interesting. Yeah, from which one? Uh, three, three and nineteen. But that's interesting because yeah, well, yeah, because Matthew begins the new the New Testament. Before, or after. Before. Yes, that's what I'm saying. I just I gotta I gotta see what's up. It's after Nahumiah. Yeah, I don't. I have Malachi. I don't. I don't think this Bible has. So, and, and look, and listen. This is the importance of. This is the importance of reading, and this is why um, people argue the different Bibles, because because some Bibles don't have. You know, a lot of books have been removed. You said three nineteen. Three. Yeah, chapter three and verse nineteen. So, if I don't. I think I'm gonna check one more thing right here. If I don't have it, then, then yeah, you can read it. I'll read it after you read it. But I'm just saying that. Uh, oh, I lied. I found it. Okay, so this Bible does have it. It's just really small book, super small book. Yes, it is. Super small book. Okay, but no. But to go to go back to what I said, a lot of books have been removed from the Bible. That's a lot of people tend to. Uh, refer to the King James book and things of that nature, but um, chapter 3 and verse 19 and verse 19 says, God, the Lord is my strength. He makes my feet like the deer's. He makes me tread on, what? on my high places. To the choir master with stringed instruments Hold on, let me flip the page. Let me flip the page. Oh. oh, I guess that is it. Oh, that is it. Wow, super small. So I'll read again. God, oh Lord. In fact, I'll read one up. It says, Yet I will rejoice in the, in the Lord. I will take joy in God of my salvation. God, the Lord, is my strength. He makes my feet like the deer's. He makes me tread on my high places. To the choir master with stringed instruments. Am I reading yours, everybody? Yeah, hurry up. 
says the sor the sovereign the sovereign Lord is my strength. He makes my feet like the feet of a deer. He enables me to go on the heights for the director of music on my stringed instruments. So what do you think why why do you think they why do you think they um they they speak of deer's feet? Because deer feet. Because they're like, like they're big animals, but they're on their feet, right? And like you can see, you see deers in like the most random places, right? Yeah. They could be on the side of a hill, leaning forward. They could be like how how they don't fall. Even when you remember when we was in the West Coast, when we was in um, Nevada, going up the mountains, yeah. and we seen all those deers and the horses, like literally on the side of the mountain like that. And like, yeah, it's crazy how they up there like that. So, like, it puts you. When you put God first, when you bring God into your life, what it's saying is what? It's going to put you in high places that, that don't seem like they're attainable. They don't seem like you should be reaching that. You don't see many people reach a certain level in life, right? And I'm not speaking monetarily. I'm not speaking about money. I'm speaking about just in general. How many people you actually see living like good, happy, healthy lifestyles or just happy life in general? You got, I had, a, I spoke on a different part. You got billionaires committing suicide. And you got homeless people in parking lots asking for change with a smile on their face. How how does that make sense? There's no balance there. And the reason why is why? Because people people lack God in their life. That's that's the the key ingredient. People don't have that balance. So when you replace uh, God with money, you're never going to win. Because what happens when when can money bring peace to you? It actually brings more problems to you. It's hard to know who your real friends are. It's hard to know who really cares about you because it's, it's all about the money, right? And then when the money is gone, every, everything you thought that was yours or that was real is gone with it too, right? So um, that's where the same more money, more problems come from. And that's why I also say money brings happiness. Money is the root of all evil, yeah. right? Because if you have more than somebody, they might be looking to kill you for that money. It'll be a close to you, right? We're going to go to Psalms 18. Psalms 18. One, two, five. Yeah. You want to go ahead? Yeah. I'll reread it after you. Okay. It says, Then Billet the shit replied. What? Verse, no, you're on 18, buddy. 17. 17. I lied. Yeah, you're right. 18, verse 1 through 5. I lied. 18, verse 1 through 5. Why don't you end these speeches? Nope. What are you reading? Oh, this is... It was just inside. Yeah, you're in the wrong book. It was just inside. I'm not giving you... No, no, buddy. It's not about the number. You gotta actually match. Right here, eighteen. There you go. One through five. Gonna go one through five. Okay. So from there, let me just finish hell out of here for you. So you. Know what to read. I love you, O Lord, my strength. The Lord is my rock, my for fortressness, and my deliverer. My deliverer. My God. My God is my rock, in whom I take refuge. 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 
He is my shield and the horn of my salvation, my strong hold. I call to the Lord who is worthy of praise, and I am saved from my enemies. The cords of death entangle me. The torrents of destruction overwhelm me. The cords of the grave coiled around me. The snares of death comforted me. I'll read it again. My hand says, I love you, O Lord, my strength. The Lord is my rock and my fortress and my deliverer, my God, my rock, in whom I take refuge, my shield, and the horn of my salvation, my stronghold. I call upon the Lord who is worthy to be praised, and I am saved from my enemies. The cords of death, <clears throat> uh, huh? yeah, entangled, uh, entangled past me, right? Uh, uh, uh. The torrents of destruction assailed me. The cords of Sheol entangled me. The snares of death confronted me. Not comforted. They confronted me, right? Um, what's, what's, what, what do you take from this? So it says, I love you, right? Oh, my Lord, my strength. The Lord is my rock and my fortress. And my deliverer, right? Deliverer of what? Peace. Not of peace. He brings you peace. He delivers you of what? Of all your trouble. Right? He's your deliverer. So that means he's going to what? Deliver you from what? From your trouble. If you have peace, then that means you received it already. Right? My God, my rock, in whom I take refuge. Again. Where you put your trust in to find that peace you spoke of, right? That's that's where you're gonna find that refuge at, right? My shield and the horn of my salvation, my stronghold. Right? What's a stronghold? Stronghold is like like or something. No, a place that's that, that would be like your place of safety. Stronghold. Think of like military terms, right? Maybe like you know we've we've fallen here, we've fallen there, but well, but we still have a stronghold in the like the east point of the mountain, right? So that that's your stronghold, right? So when everything is going wrong, the Lord is what? He's a rock. What's a rock? A rock is what? Something hard, something strong, right? So, huh? Yeah, exactly, right? So um, it says he's your, he's, he's your shield. What's your shield? When you think of, again, think of war. Your shield, he's going to protect you, right? So it says, I call upon the Lord who is worthy to be praised. Worthy. What's worthy? Worthy, like something, something that, like something, like like someone that can trust you to do something like you're worthy. Worthy, anything worthy, anything, anything that's worthy is of knowing. Think of like, um, it's worthy to know the word, right? It's worthy to know, uh, to get through life, to know your math, right? You have to know your numbers so that way people don't jip you on your money, right? It's worthy to know. Uh, what food you can eat and cannot eat, right? It's good to know these things, right? So that's worthy information. So the Lord is worthy. He is worthy of your praise, right? He's worthy of your... What's your praise? Praise is like... Praise is like... like uh, uh, Odell Beckham is your favorite receiver, right? You praise his ability to be a great receiver, right? So that's that's what your praise would be. You praise God to be the one and only true living God. He He's worthy of that praise. Why is he worthy of that praise? Think of all the blessings you have. Yeah. He, he woke you up today. You had breakfast. Look at all your siblings are up. Everybody's good, fully functional. So things may not be perfect all the time. But that's just that's part of the process. That's part of you actually showing that you that you're worthy of his blessings, right? So for you to be worthy of his blessing, you have to do what? You have to be righteous, right? You have to be a person that uh tries to keep uh the commandments and follow the law the Lord's statutes and commandments, as as the Bible says, right? So that's that's you being worthy of the Lord's blessings. But for, so if you if you if you're trying to keep the laws, statutes, and commandments, that's because you believe that he is worthy of it, right? 
If we didn't think that the Lord was worthy of this, would we be sitting here reading this right now? No. No, we'd be doing something else. Completely, right? Yeah. So that's 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 what that is. Okay? And then it says here, and I am saved from my enemies. That's the big one. That's the big one that stands out to me, right? He gives you the strength to be what protected, to be saved from your enemies. That's people that are gonna wish harm upon you. But when God, when God is, is is covering you, when when He's when He is your blanket of protection, doesn't matter what your enemies have in store for you. It says when like it says when God is when God is for us, who could be against us, right? Um, let's go to Psalm seventy three. Psalm seventy three. Psalm seventy three. Again, all these readings are about strength, man. You know, take you know, you take you take from it what you can, and um, right here. Okay. Psalm seventy-three, verse, verse twenty-six. Right here. Let me know when y'all find it. All right, it says, my flesh and my heart may fail, but God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. Read that on your end. It's the same thing. It's the same thing. Okay, so I'll read it again. It says, my flesh and my heart may fail, but God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. We all know what what the flesh is, right? We all know what the heart is, right? Why do you think? Why do you think it says my my flesh and my heart may fail? If you have to, if you had to do battle to protect anything, your flesh may fail you, right? You could be physically overcome, right? Your heart may fail you based on emotion and thought process, right? But if God, as long as God is your strength, you you'll be all right. You won't you won't be swayed. You won't be broken physically. You, physically, you can be overtaken, but as long as your faith is grounded, you cannot. And it says, "What? The strength of my heart and my portion forever, not for that moment, forever." That's big. That's big. Let's go to um, Psalm one twenty one. And this one here is, uh, I'm actually going to read the whole thing because it's, it's, it's what it speaks on is people that have doubt, right? And um, when, when, when you need help, there, there's no greater help than that, than that help of, of the Lord. All right. And so if you want, you can highlight, just highlight the 121. We're going to read the whole thing. Ready? Yep. It says... I lift up my eyes to see the hills. From where does my help from where does my help come? My help comes from the Lord, who made heaven and earth. He will not let your foot be moved. He who keeps you will not slumber. Behold, he who keeps Israel will neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord is your keeper. The Lord is your shade on your right hand. The sun shall not strike you. By day, nor the moon by night. The Lord will keep you from all evil. He will keep your life. The Lord will keep your <clears throat> the Lord will keep your going out and your coming in from this time forth and forevermore. Wanna read it again? Yeah. It says I left my eyes up to the hills. Where does my help come from? My help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. 
He will not let your foot slip. He who watches over you will not slumber. Indeed, he he who watches over Israel Israel will not neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord watches over you. The Lord is your shade at your right hand. The sun will not harm you by day, the, nor the moon by, by night. The Lord will keep you from all harm. He will watch over your life. The Lord will watch over your coming and going, both, both now and forevermore. And forevermore, right? I think that if, if you needed some type of reassuring as until why the Lord is worthy, I think this, this right here sums it all up. I think this lets you know why why to put God first, why to want to draw near to draw near to the Lord, right? Because it speaks on that, right? It says, I mean, it it, it just says so much, right? Um and it just opens up so strong. It says, from where, right? It says, I lift up my eyes to the hills. From where does my help come? My help comes from the Lord. Now that's something you got that's something you gotta believe in, right? Because let's let's keep it real, right? That's what faith is. Faith is believing in something that you can't see just yet. Like you believe you're gonna go to the NBA, right? Can you see that right now? You you should. Can you see yourself in the league right now? Right? That's you believe in yourself and your ability and your in the work you're gonna put in that's gonna put you there, right? Go to somebody outside and be like, I'm gonna be in the NBA in five to six years. You think they're gonna believe in you? No. They don't have faith in you, right? And if they say they believe in you, how would you know that they do believe in you? By supporting you. By their actions. You get what I'm saying? So if I came to you and I was like, yo, you don't want a problem with me, bro. Because if we're going to go head up, God going to come handle that. You laugh at that. Right? Like, man, this dude is crazy. Right? But if you can physically see me show up with God next to me, then nobody want no smoke then. Right? You get what I'm saying? So it's not, it's not, it's not. Your words is your actions. We spoke one, uh, about this last week as well. Right? It's not your words, it's your actions. It's how you actually break it down, how you see it through. Yeah. It's how you carry it through, right? And so for you to look up, and, and, and when it says, I look up to the hills, are you physically looking at a hill? No. You, that's your prayer. That's your faith. That's you being all in. That's you really believing that the Lord got you that like that way, right? And So then you understand that the Lord comes from where from, your help comes from where it comes from the Lord, right? It says he made heaven and earth, right? He will not let your foot be moved. That, 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 that means he got you. No matter what's going on, you, you won't be shook. You, you won't be shook. You won't be moved by that. Um, it's, it's just so much in this, right? It says the Lord will keep you from all evil. That's your haters. That's your doubters. That's all that stuff. But you got to actually, you got you to gotta commit yourself to the Lord for that. He's not going to bless you just because. You gotta actually, you gotta actually earn that. You gotta really, really be be on, on point with that. You know, um, it says, you know, he he will protect you when you go and when you come. Remember, I tell you guys all the time, I love you, boo. Don't take it for granted. What what makes you feel that we're guaranteed or promised that I'm gonna come back anytime that I leave out that door? What makes you feel that you're gonna? Who promised you? Who guaranteed you was gonna make it back home when you leave the school in the morning? You could be walking to the bus stop and get hit by a car. It could be a drive-by shooting. We don't live in that type of environment, but it, these things happen all over the world, don't they? Mm-hmm. You could be, you could be uh, uh, on the bus already on the way to school, and the bus driver so oh have a heart attack and go off the road, and there's no guarantee. So we shouldn't take these things for granted. You get what I'm saying? And but it says when you have the Lord in your life, it says He will keep you, right? When, on your going and your coming, right? You gotta, you gotta have that. You gotta have that belief. You, so the fact that you move so freely that way, and I'm not speaking to you, though, right? I'm saying as people, right? The fact that we move so freely that way means that we do have that belief in the Lord. A lot of us believe in believe in the Lord and don't really acknowledge it. We don't know that we that we do because if we didn't believe, then if you if you was afraid of all these things, the things that give you that comfort is because you feel that you you good. But how can you repay the Lord is by what by 
keeping the laws, statutes, and commandments. Like that's like the, like I said, the bare minimum that you can do is to keep the commandments. Start with the commandments, and then you know start to read the Bible and and, and start to learn this learn this out for yourself. Let's go to um, let's go to Exodus Exodus fifteen. Let's go to Exodus fifteen. Exodus 15, Mom. No, buddy, that's, that's going to be towards the New Testament. That's towards the front. Exodus 15. Uh, Exodus 15. Right here. Right here, yep. The whole thing. No, just verse 2. And this will be, you know, this will be, um, this will be last. This will be last. Go ahead. I'm waiting, little man, doing his thing. Oh. Okay. Just You want to read first? Um, no. Hmm? No. All right. It says, "The Lord is my strength and my song, and He has become my salvation." This is my God, and I will praise him, my father's God, and I will exalt him. Yeah, it's pretty much the same thing. Same thing? All right. Pretty much, yeah. That's cool. So let's break let's let's break this down real quick. It says, right? The Lord is my strength and my song, right? What's what's the song? Like a song your favorite song, right? We all gotta. We all gotta, oh, that's my song. We get high. We get. You feel good about that, right? So the the Lord is your your feel good. He should be your feel good place, right? But then it says what? And He has become my salvation. He has become my salvation. I mean, He's your everything. He's like when everything is going wrong, you know, you can go to God, right? But if you're not living your life for God, then is He really gonna be there for you? Right? And that's and I think that's the part that most people get wrong. People think they can go to God as an emergency call. It doesn't work that way. Because the Bible says why he does not hear the prayer of the sinner. So if you're living in sin, then don't 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 and you know, I've always said that, right? If you're not gonna do this, you might as well just go out there and be the biggest sinner because the, the reward at the end of the day for you is gonna be the same, whether you break one or you break all. If you're not seeking the Lord wholeheartedly, there's, there's just no in between. It's, it's not my choice. I don't choose to say these words. It's what's written in the book. It says, this is my God, and I will praise him. It's like, oh, that's my dad, right? You get excited. Oh, that's my dad. That's how, that's how you should feel about the Lord. You should, shouldn't be ashamed to speak about God to nobody or anything like that. What was the, uh, the kid from when we used to live on the other side? He used to be with his Alvin. That kid impressed me big time. Kid... This kid was in like middle school and through high school with a Bible, dog. And he was still a, one of the coolest kids out there. Play ball. You can talk crazy if you want. He'd take you in the courts. He'll, you know what I'm saying? He could play ball. He was a golden glove boxer with a Bible in his hand, bro. No, who was making him do that? Nobody. And if you was willing to listen to him, he was ready, willing to read it and tell it to you. That kid, I don't know what he's doing today, but... I would find it difficult to see him on a different path other than that. You get what I'm saying? So there's nothing wrong with that, you know? And 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 and, and kudos to him. And from what I seen, I don't know that it where he, where he got it from. I don't know his parents, but the two the times that I seen with his parents, you know, they didn't seem like they were too into the word. So where was he getting that from? That's God's word. You know? That's God's word. That's the only thing I can say, right? It says, my father's God, and I will exalt him. Right? So, again, this is all about strength. And, you know, just a lot of different examples of, of, of strength. People think strength is like, oh, how much weight I can lift. And, and the, yeah, that, that, that's, that has nothing. That has nothing to do with it. That has nothing to do with it. You know? Um, so, once again, um, I'm going to close it out with Psalm 23, which is the prayer. And uh, we'll wrap this one up. And it says, The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not be in want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. 
Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For you are with me, your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Hope everybody uh, enjoyed this. And uh, once again, get your Bibles, open up the book, do your readings. Um, everything I read is straight out of the book. And I uh, look forward to uh, doing this again uh, next week. And always remember that you don't only have to read on the Sabbath. Anytime you got free time, anytime you feel trouble, man, send a prayer up, open up that book, and do your reading. I'm out of here.